Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulihil ameen. Rabbishrah li sadri, wa yassir li amri wahlul uqtata min lisani yafqahun qawli. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome all. You're listening to Hamza, Rahil and Shafiq. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Verbal Outpost, where we like to have an informal conversation about real topics. We'd also like you to take part to make sure you leave a comment or drop us an email on verbaloutpost at outlook.com and please share your thoughts. Today, we'll be talking about the development of our Islamic mindset. Now, what do I mean by that? What am I referring to? We're going to be talking about how our practicing of Islam has developed over the years. As we've matured in life, as we've gained more life experience, as we've hopefully acquired some more wisdom through the years, how has that extended into our Islamic mindset and how we think? So, I tell you what, let's just get straight into it. And I'm just going to throw this straight out and put the co-hosts on the spot immediately. Rahil Shafiq, if I was to ask you, what changes have you experienced in your Islamic development over the years? Um, who wants to go first? I think I see Rahil putting his hand up. <laughs> <laughs> the imaginary <laughs> hand, I guess. <laughs> um, in that case... I guess oh, I'll oh, take oh. the first step. Oh, oh well, I was gonna, I was gonna pin it on Shafiq for saying <laughs> that. I'll let you as the host. <laughs> Shafiq, thoughts? Uh, Islamic development. I mean, yeah. I mean, as you said, we're all we all come from sort of different backgrounds and whatnot. With me, Islam was very um, alien to me when I was much younger. It was very a uh, cultural experience um, that you know I'd go to the masjid with my dad, and that was more or less it. Everything was in a foreign language so I didn't fully understand it it was a language I didn't understand very well myself either so um, I was actually um, became introduced into Islam more when I um, started at the university and when I went to the Islamic society and that's where I was like wow you know I can understand everything that's being said it was all in the English language and you know I felt like I could um, identify with it a lot more Um, so that's where it started for me and um, over the years I've sort of, you know, taken what I've learnt at a young age and I feel like it has developed over the years um, and I feel like I've gone, I've gotten a lot more mature as I got older. Once you get married and you have kids, you know, you start looking at life a little bit more different and, you know, these things that you learnt at a young age, you finally realise, oh, I can apply it here and I can apply it there, you know, it becomes a lot more relevant um, depending on what you've learnt. Interesting, interesting thoughts, um, just to see how that's well not evolved but the transition from quite a young age i'm guessing yeah um and all the way from quite an early age um, yeah i mean uh, yeah now. i was just gonna say i mean islam's definitely helped me become more confident as a person and you know how they 
at a young age you always sort of told them you know you need to find that identity who are you you know especially in this country muslim british all these things that clash it it's not really something you think about when you're very young it's only when you get to you know when you become 18 19 that sort of age range where you start questioning these things and you know alhamdulillah at the university meeting other like-minded people other muslims who are sort of starting off and learning islam you know that was a big deal for me because i felt like i can relate to other people who are going through the same journey as i am great interesting interesting Rahil, anything you want to share with us um i think for me i never really saw it as something foreign um perhaps but more so just as a bunch of rituals and acts of things that you would do not really being separated from the cultural aspect um so the two really had that blend without that identity between them to you know what was cultural and what was actually part of islam um and i think that really started like shafiq at the university stage when you start to see a bit more exposure to it you know through islamic society and other people interacting and having that conversation with like-minded people um but i wouldn't say i've saw it as something foreign but i can see what shafiq means when he says that yeah it's interesting that just one thing I think we're picking, I think one common theme is that there's been, I think speaking for myself as well, there's this perception that we had as children where it wasn't massively religious, but I think there was a large cultural element to it. And I think there's many conversations that I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's been many conversations that have happened like this on the radio. In fact, I think I remember doing a very similar thing about 10, 15 years ago, going back a while. So in terms of how we've Islamically developed here in the UK um, over the past sort of 25 years, absolutely, there's been some major changes from the first generation to the second generation as I think one very important thing is you both talked about university and actually just to be completely clear as well all three of us know each other from university islamic societies <laughs> so um just not to sort of mislead anyone all three of us know each other from islamic societies what about the second so if we just separate the transition into two parts from everything before university and then up to university and then from university to where you are now but and the reason i'm the reason I want to separate that is because we've now got children who may be third or fourth generation and the way Islam is being taught to them is very different to how it was taught to us. We've got a new generation and then our experience as well as we're becoming older um, is becoming a little bit different as well. So if we just explore that a little bit further, what, what things have you noticed in your Islamic mindset, things that have matured, um, things that you're doing more or less of over the past 15 years? I think there's more self-development than there was before. I think at university stage is a, a, a big push for uh, events for everybody else um, and perhaps not so much of a focus, and this is from my, my perspective anyway, not so much of a focus of a push for me myself uh, not to say it wasn't there at all i don't want to mislead anybody but i feel like after that stage 
when there wasn't so much of a focus on pushing events and things like that it gave me an opportunity to kind of I think reflect a bit more and develop my own Islamic identity and my own Islamic character a bit more to make that a bit more stronger as well yeah I mean as sorry sorry Shafiq go on yeah, I was just going to say, um, as Hamza sort of broke it down stages, I mean, w when you were young, you're sort of just told, look, just memorize the Quran, memorize the Quran, you get sent to a masjid, they don't teach you uh, anything else as to what the Quran means or what the surahs mean, you know, it's just memorize, the, uh, memorize everything and that's it, that's all they sort of expect of you and the parents are happy once you've done that. Um, once you sort of get to university, um, that's where I sort of experience. Oh, you know, it's almost like information overload when you go to an Islamic society. There's all these events, there's talks, there's people discussing all sorts, and you're like, wow, okay, Islam is such a wide. It covers such a wide range of topics that you didn't even know. It, you know, it can apply to you um, in your life the way it does as we look at it now. So, and now as Raheel also said is that it's more of a personal development thing now so at that time it's like a community social thing uh, at the university and now after you get married and you have kids it becomes like more of a personal journey. Raheel? Yeah one of the things I I've probably should add as well yeah, and I think this really helped me personally um, is at the point of university and post-university I had a real exposure to learning things like seerah uh, the life of the prophet which before that it was just more of a, a bunch of facts if you like that that i perceived it as that uh, this was the prophet these were his companions or referred to as his friends and, and that was really about the extent of it you know this is his family this is grandparents etc there wasn't really any breakdown or you know thorough guide through his life itself to help us extrapolate that and apply that into our own lives. But I felt that was something that I was able to do um, through the help of some friends, of course, after university started uh, and, and post-university. Would it be fair to say, if I was to summarize some bits of that, would it be fair to say your experiences when you were younger at university maybe in your early 20s late teens was a bit more around activity was a bit more about more about learning bits of information and then later on that 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 evolved i don't use the word evolved but became much more of a spiritual journey um and about that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is is that is that an accurate representation of what you said I think to a degree I would agree with that at university there is you know a lot of focus on events and activities which I don't think is a bad thing because if we look at the seerah again you know the life of the Prophet before any regulation was laid down it was more about the foundation you know setting the mindset of this is the core belief in Islam and if we look at the early surahs that were revealed that's the real focus that was driven and you know things like the rules and regulations that came later on in the life of the Prophet so I think having that that activity driven element isn't a bad thing because it helps to build that brotherhood and help to you know, bring the identity as Shaf mentioned 
into play for you to then build on. So, yes, I would say afterwards there was more of a, a, a spiritual advancement, if you like. But if I didn't have that foundation, would I be confident to say I would have had that afterwards? Possibly <laughs> not. And that's not to dismiss anything from university or um, from doing activities. Mm. That's that's not to say any of that is a bad thing. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Um, it, it, it's everybody has their own personal journey. And I think ultimately, if we're becoming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through that, um, that's a massive positive. I think that's a good thing. Definitely. Yeah, one of the things I'd like to mention as well with the university, I mean, if you're talking about sort of activities and the social side of things, prayer almost became a social activity for me because even though I was sort of determined to go to the prayer room and pray regardless, because that's something I wanted to initiate myself and, you know, became determined to do all my prayers while studying, is I met other brothers who, as I said, were like-minded. They were praying as well. Then we sort of started to get together. Oh, yeah, what time are you going to the prayer room? Okay, I'll meet you there. We'll pray in Jamaat and things like that. And that in itself, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so far the partners, but it became like a social activity that we did. We'd meet up, meet up some of the guys, we'd catch up on maybe on, you know, what we got up to on our, at university, on our courses and whatnot, and then we'll pray together and walk away, and then we'll meet each other a couple of hours later to do the same thing, and it became this ritual thing that we did, you know, where we got to, I don't know if that was the right word to use, but it was just nice because it was the social element something that I never thought could happen with prayer. I always thought prayer was like this personal thing that you do, but it became a social activity. We're here. Uh, one thing I wanted to throw out there is, um, and this is a bit unrelated to what Shafiq was saying, but around the point of university, I remember somebody asking me uh, a question that was worded in the effect of, why are you a Muslim? And in hindsight, I don't believe I was able to answer that and I think that's because of the way the Islamic upbringing happened initially in the earlier stages and that was I guess a driving point for me to have that further spiritual development as well because I think when we label ourselves as Muslims we need to really understand why we're labeling ourselves as Muslims not just because my parents said so or things like that we need to really have that understanding. Great. Um, some brilliant things things that we've talked about so far. Um, we've talked about our cultural upbringing. We've talked about a turning point at university. We've talked about um, how that's evolved, how we've been involved incredibly with events and uh, doing our salah, which has almost been like a, 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 a sort of congregational thing, which it was at the time of the Prophet And then beyond that, it's become... Um, much more of a spiritual journey in more recent years. Actually, there's something that I just want to sort of explore a little bit further, because I think even the university period as well, I think that's been discussed quite a lot. I think activism in general is, you know, there's going to be a, a ton of shows on the radio where brothers, sisters are talking about activism, there's organisations. I'm quite keen to explore some of the things more in the past five years. I mean, we're all in our mid thirties at the moment. So things, what, what things have you learned in your thirties? If I just sort of elaborate, um, one of the things I think that's become quite important for me is I've started seeing things as less black and white. And I think 
both of you alluded to in when you're at university you're quite idealistic and you can see things in black and white and it's about retaining as much information and trying to acquire as much knowledge as possible um, without really understanding the full meaning something that Rahil you talked about a little bit earlier so I think for me sorry excuse me so I think for me being able to see things um, that aren't black and white anymore seeing the shades of grey in between now and I think the way that's translated for me is really been I, I, I think I'm much more understanding of people's situation just as I've matured and de developed as a person I'm much more considerate and understanding of people's circumstances and their situations so yeah not being as judgmental as I would have been previously and you know whether that is something sorry my throat is playing up a little bit today um so apologies in advance but if it's things like um yeah just taking an example like a mortgage or things like hijab or salah and if there's certain people that are really struggling with that but making the effort i find that i'm much less judgmental and i understand a bit more empathy with people and their circumstances whereas i think five to ten years ago it would have been much more black and white and i think i would have been much more judgmental towards people like that i think it would have been well you need to be doing it why aren't you doing it that's not a good enough excuse so i think that's what i've found within myself i think just empathizing a bit better and not chastising people that are genuinely trying to make an effort and i think a very important point as well is particularly in this day and age it is very very difficult to hold on to your belief it's very difficult you've got um religion which is completely out of fashion it's considered backwards um there's a strong uh, push for atheism uh, agnosticism um and religion is considered archaic it's backwards so you know in this day and age it is very difficult to hold on to your deen holding on to islam to any religion for that matter i think for anybody even remotely religious i think not being judgmental and really being compassionate towards muslims who are trying their best um but maybe falling short at times so being a bit considerate towards them so i think in summary you know ha having a bit more mercy and hope for people and less anger towards them or being less judgy as people say any thoughts on that anything you you guys want to add to that that's that's one of the things that i've noticed over the past few years is just seeing things in less black and white now i think yeah. i completely agree i completely agree um when, when you start off in your journey in islam it's very easy to have that thought this is the right way why are you not doing the right thing um i'm doing things this way why are you doing things differently but as your knowledge increases you start to fill in those gaps between what's black and what's white like you mentioned the, the gray shades in between and and really start to appreciate that there's not just a straightforward case always as black and white as you know it's either this or that um and then the, the, an appreciation i think develops for other opinions or other viewpoints mm -hmm. or 
like you mentioned, somebody might not necessarily be doing the right thing, even by any opinions, but just kind of showing a bit more empathy, I think develops as a result of that, trying to put yourself in their shoes, as it were. And just to add on to that as well, um, it's, I'm not referring to people here that openly uh, go against the rules or the laws of Islam. I think this is about people that are genuine, are, are, are generally good natured and genuinely trying to make an effort um, but either struggling for whatever reason and people have different circumstances and it's hard to apply your set of values to somebody else whose circumstances are completely different so I think just being a bit more mindful of that Shafiq anything you want to add to that no uh, yeah not really I mean I would say that I agree with everyone I can relate to um, everything you guys have said as well um, it's as you get older you sort of realize that you know everyone's gone on their own journey if they're making certain cho certain choices in their life you know they're doing what they have to do unless they're doing something completely haram you know then you would advise them the best you can but generally you just sort of stay out of it and you'd be less judgmental about it um i mean as, with me when i was younger when you first sort of start off practicing one of the things as Rahil also mentioned as well is that naturally you look at other muslims who are practicing and you think oh hold on they're practicing muslim but then they're doing this and this and this different to what you're doing you're like oh wait i'm a practicing muslim. they're a practicing muslim why are they doing that differently and you just sort of think oh what is the standard then that we should all be following why are they doing that and it, it can be a bit strange where you just think all muslims are the same but they're not yeah yeah uh, yeah um just one thing i did want to mention in light of what you just said is you know, you can have that eagerness of, I guess, a responsibility almost you might feel to correct somebody. Um, but if you are going to do that, you have to obviously do it in the right approach. But also take in mind and consideration that person's right to your help and support towards them, not just the admonishment side of things. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's something that I've perhaps gained a bit more exposure to as well. Yeah, yeah, it's important, isn't it? Um, right, so we've been talking so far about, just to quickly summarise, because we're about to go to a break, so I'll do a quick summary, and then we'll catch up with you in a few minutes, inshallah, after the break, and after the advertisements. Um, just a very quick summary, we've been talking about how, how our Islamic mindset has developed over the years and this is from an early age growing up as children as being second generation um, to then going through school college university and then university being a, a slight turning point for us personally um, and then from that point onwards to more recently um, we've talked about the things that we've experienced during those different phases um, and then more recently um, just now we've been talking about seeing things as less black and white and just appreciating some of the, I think, vast opinions that are out there and the, yeah, the different ways of doing things Islamically, yeah, as long as they're acceptable, right, within the Sharia, um, understanding that there are differences and they're not to be sort of cussed out, basically, and that, you know, we should appreciate those differences. So we've been talking about that so far. It'd be great to get your thoughts on all of it. 